0: you betcha it is seven o six, and we're ready to go on the wednesday night edition of the employment law show phone lines already cracked open ready for you your questions your comments bring them on if you've been waiting this is the time for you to call it is a live show it is a call-in show and it is so much better with your input 416-870-6400 star 640 on seller 1-888-225-TALK that number is toll free. You want to slide an email over? That is help at employmentlawyer.ca. The reason I say that is because tonight we're doing a little, uh, a little housekeeping. We uh, we try to go to as many emails as we can in between the phone calls, but they do pile up and they are worthy questions and worth a uh, a diligent answer. So we'll get to the email box mainly tonight in between your phone calls, but uh, we always start, uh, Lior, with the uh, the week that was. What's been going on?
1: Hey Johnny, it's uh, great to be back here. It's great to be talking hey, about employment law, and we've uh, been a, certainly a busy uh, first half of the week uh, at my office, and you know, busy uh, fall so far. A lot of people that actually listen to this show call in with questions uh, or email me after the show, want to talk to me about the, something that uh, came up at their workplace. So take advantage of the fact that you know I'm happy, willing, able, and interested to talk to you both on this show and in my office. So if you ever have an issue, if you ever have a que- question, take advantage. Call us right now, by the way. We we're here for the next uh, 45 minutes or so. But even beyond that, if you want to talk privately, if you have a workplace issue, maybe your boss lets you go or they, they warned you that something's going to happen or they changed the terms of your employment. Maybe it's a vacation issue that you're having. No problem. You can you also reach out to me off air. We'll give you that information. But to the week there was, a couple situations that I, I dealt with over the past few days, I spoke with a gentleman who had started a new job, and he had been properly put on probation. He signed an employment agreement saying that he's going to be on probation for three months. Well, unfortunately, about six weeks into that probationary period, he got injured, uh, and he had to take time off work. In fact, he was off for about two months. Uh, When he came back to work uh, the very first day, his employer calls him into a meeting, takes him into the, uh, the office, and says, well, we decided to let you go. You're on, you've been on probation. We decided it's not working out, so we're we're letting you go. And you know he had only really worked there for six weeks because he had uh, he'd been injured the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. So he called me, being very concerned about it, and wanted to know his rights. So here's the thing, John. It does appear, doesn't it, that they're letting him go because of the fact that he was injured. Uh, Because he was working for six weeks, so he didn't really do anything wrong. They couldn't really properly assess him. Then he goes off, then they fire him. Well, if that's what they did, that's arguably a human rights violation. You cannot be let go because you're injured or because you took a disability leave. That's illegal and the fact that you're on probation doesn't relieve the company of that obligation it doesn't excuse them from violating your human rights so right off the bat i think this is a human rights violation but the second thing is this what's the purpose of probation the purpose of probation is to define a period of time during which the company can evaluate the employee well in this case they, they established three months we we need three months to evaluate you well, they didn't have three months, right? Because he was gone for uh, a month and a half of those three months. Yet they still fired him. Well, hold on. To me, that means they couldn't properly evaluate him. So it's it's very in, in, improper to say, "Well, you're on probation; it didn't work out. We're letting you go." When you actually couldn't evaluate him. So to yeah. me even though he was on probation because clearly the reason they let him go was not that he was on probation it was another reason i think he's also owed severance so not only is this a human rights violation even he's been he's only there for three months or so he's going to be out severance potentially a few months pay so this is a reminder of course number one you can't be punished fired or anything to happen to you if you're injured And number two, just because you're on probation and you're let go does not necessarily mean you don't have rights. It doesn't mean you don't have entitlements. If you're not sure what those are, if you're not sure what you're owed, always do the right thing. Call me, email me, and we'll discuss it.
0: Reaching out, by the way, when the show is not on or any time is 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. But for the remainder of this show and every show when we're on air, you know that number, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Want to move uh, in between over to uh, to Tina. Hi, Tina, how are you? Good evening. What's uh, what's your concern, my dear?
2: So my concern is that uh, I was uh, promoted inside my company to a new job. And there was two of us that obtained a, the same position. The um, My uh, uh, associate was from the outside the company, and I was promoted from within. And it turns out they're paying her more money, and we're doing the same job.
1: Yeah, and, and that, that is extremely frustrating, isn't it, to find out that you're doing the same job. You've been there longer and they're paying her more. So, so that, that is completely, completely unfair, but it's not actually illegal. Uh, it's unfair, it's wrong, it's bad HR, it's bad many things, but it's not illegal. They're allowed to pay her as long as they're not doing it for discriminatory reasons. What I mean by that is, if they're paying her, uh, more because she's younger and because of her age, they're paying her more, that's illegal. If they're paying her more because of her ethnicity, for example, that's illegal but if it's just one of those things where maybe she negotiated better compensation or maybe they really were desperate for someone so decided to pay more that's not something that's illegal. What I would do in this situation, uh, Tina, is I would have a very frank, very honest and and professional discussion with your employer. Say, listen, I don't think it's fair. It it doesn't motivate me to do my best job knowing that I've been here longer and someone else is doing the same job getting paid more. I want to be be treated fairly. And I think that most decent employers will understand that concern and do something about it. But ultimately, if they refuse...
2: I remember in the 1990s, we fought for pay equity. Isn't that still law?
1: It is law. It, it wouldn't apply in this specific situation. You know, we can get into, into pay equity, but it wouldn't apply in this. This is not a, a pay equity situation uh, in this particular situation. So, no, unfortunately, there's no law that would protect you right here as relates to this particular situation.
2: Okay. Well, thank you very much.
0: Thanks, Tina. Thanks, Tina. Appreciate the uh, the phone call. And, uh, you know, if you get some results, if you make that phone call, please get back to us and let us know how uh, how it flushed out. 416 870 star 640 on cell is the number to call. What else is uh, What else do you have going on, pal?
1: So, actually, uh, earlier today, uh, this morning, I did a, a, an interview with uh, Jeff MacArthur and AM640, uh, an interesting story. And I thought I'd bring it up here because there's some important lessons, I think, that apply to a lot of people. So the story is something out of the U.S. There was a... Uh, uh there was a country club, and a lady goes into that country club uh with a really expensive purse, a thirty thousand dollar purse Wait. and the waiter uh accidentally spills wine on that purse, ruins it, so she sues the uh the country club saying, "Well, it's because of you guys, my thirty thousand uh, dollar purse has been uh, uh ruined uh and then what the company does what the what the country club do- does is they in turn turn around and sue the employee. And say, well, it's your fault that we are now going to have to pay her the 30000 So you have to essentially make it up to us by paying us back this money. So the question becomes, can an employer actually recover from an employee any losses that the employee has, has caused? So here's the thing. In Ontario, or actually anywhere in Canada, an employer cannot do that. An employer is not able to sue an employee for the damages that the employee caused and employers also and this is important not able to deduct from an employee's wow. check any amounts that maybe the employee has cost them and you know let's say you you work a, a, as a waiter and you break in, you broke some glasses or some cups or uh, dishes the, oftentimes an employer will say well we'll we 'll deduct that off your pay that is illegal. Number one, that's a breach of the Employment Standards Act. They can't deduct stuff from your pay without your written consent, That's number one. And number two, they actually don't have a right to claim that money back. It's expected that people are not perfect, that we make mistakes. And as long as it's an honest mistake that we make in the course of our employment, our employer cannot pursue that against us. And, you know, when I was doing the interview with uh, with Jeff MacArthur, uh, I, I we, we took a couple of calls, and one of the callers said, well, I, I'm a, I'm a dream driver and, you know, in some situations, if, if, if there's any damage to the, to the vehicle, uh, then I may get dinged for it. Can, can that happen? No. And the answer is that it can happen. If you cause damage, again, as long as it's not something that you've done in bad faith or on purpose, it's kind of part of the job, right? Yeah. And the employer can't say, well, you caused this damage, it's 1000 bucks. you owe us $1,000. So if you're ever in that situation, you have a right to say, no, it's an honest mistake, sorry about that, but no, I'm not going to pay you back. And by the way, employer, you're not allowed to deduct money off my pay. Also
0: illustrates the Grand canyon size difference between American and, and Canadian employment law. A
1: lot of things down there are different, right? Big, big time. Yeah. It, employees don't have a lot of rights there, whereas in, in Ontario and in Canada, Canada generally, employees have quite good rights, quite good protections. So always important to keep that in mind.
0: Move over to another phone call. Jen, thanks for hanging on. How are you tonight? Hi, Jen. We don't have Jen, maybe. Maybe Jen. Maybe she's not there. Jen. Hi, Jen. Calling you. Constructed dismissal question. Bring it on. And we're going to put her back on hold because apparently she is not there. Pocket Employment Lawyer. (laughs) PocketEmploymentLawyer.ca. We love this sucker. It's uh, it's fairly new. It's been out a few weeks now. Um, It's got all kinds of things. It's built on the massive success of the severance pay calculator, but there's more to it, isn't there?
1: Exactly. So you can still go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca to calculate your severance pay. So if you if you're staring at a severance letter and you want to know how much you're you're owed, if if what you're owed is uh, if what you've been offered is appropriate, you go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. You answer a few questions and you find out exactly how much you're owed, the real amount. Easy, anonymous, free, uh, and and really really fast. But it's not the only thing that it does. It can do many more things. It can help you determine. If you're an employee or an independent contractor, for example, it can help you determine if you've been constructively dismissed like uh, like Jen was gonna ask us a question about. It can also help you determine if the company had just cause to let you go, if you've been a victim of harassment or discrimination, and more. So it's like having your own lawyer with you in your pocket at all times. And by the way, yes, it's still free, it's still anonymous, it's still easy to use, and it still takes seconds to use. So check it out. If you have a workplace issue, probably the very first place you could go to If it's 2 a.m. or if it's uh, 6 a.m. on a Sunday, doesn't matter, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. It's like having your own lawyer in your pocket with you at all times. It is
0: a uh, it is a beauty, and as mentioned, it's absolutely free. You couldn't pay for it if you want to. You can walk away anonymous, or there is a yellow contact button at the top right of the pocket employment lawyer. So check it out when you got some time. In fact, do it now as we go into a break. i got Jen lined up again, and uh, many more calls on the way. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Lots more employment law show is on the way. This is Global News Radio. It is 720, plenty of time for you, and your phone calls four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. In between that, we'll be getting through a pile of uh, of your emails as well. It is help at employmentlawyer.ca. I think we got her this time. Hi, Jen. Hi. Ah, yeah, we got you. What's going on?
2: Um, I have a question regarding um, a constructive dismissal. Sure. Um, it's for my daughter. Um, she's been working at the same company for six years, and a new uh, director has come in and made changes that taking a certain portion of her job away that would affect her commissions, as well as um, really changing, um, like making, asking her, maybe you should go back to school, treating her, I um, mean, she's 25, treating her, calling her kiddo, and um, just very condescending. But the main, one of the main things is taking away that part of her job Um, portion that affects her, uh, her pay.
1: Yeah. So Jen, this is a, a classic constructive dismissal situation that you've described. Anytime her role changes together with compensation being reduced, that is a constructive dismissal. So that is not something that her employer is allowed to do. And you know, I'm not even going to talk about the, the the harassment at work. That goes without saying. That's inappropriate. But we don't even have to go there. We can simply focus on the things that the company cannot deny, which is the fact that they changed her job and compensation. This means, therefore, Jen, that your daughter now has a choice to make. So the mm-hmm. choice is she can continue working in this situation with this new with this new compensation, new role. That's obviously her right. Or she could say, no, I'm not doing that. She can leave, and we can treat that as a constructive dismissal and get severance. And I can tell you that even though she's younger, uh, after six years, she could easily be owed five, six months' pay. So that's not insignificant, of course. So if that's something that she wants to do, the, the key here is this. She cannot sit on this. She yeah. cannot wait too long. She needs to make that decision, you know, well, pretty much right now. Well, you know, I didn't mean on this phone call, but over the next few days. And and if she wants to pursue it before she quits before she hands in her letter letter of uh, resignation, I want her to call me. But that's the choice she's making. What you've described, Jen, is a, a classic constructive dismissal.
2: Now she has um, in her her contract has a three week notice for. Um, uh, oh my gosh, when she wants, like if she was to quit, um, now. If she wasn't going to even pursue legally, can she still have in her resignation letter that she's treating this like a constructive dismissal and not give notice?
1: Uh, yes, she could. Uh, she could. I would still uh, give notice to avoid the potential of them thinking of taking legal action. The chances of that are, that are 0. .0001. Not with him. <laughs> uh, okay, well, well, then, then you've made my point, right? So, yeah, you know, exactly. if it's me, I probably give that notice, uh, okay. whether she pursues constructive dismissal or not. But, uh, you know, if she's going to leave because of this, she should pursue constructive dismissal. Why not get what she is legally owed? But obviously that's her decision.
2: Okay, wonderful. Thank you very much
0: thank you jen appreciate uh reaching out and nicely done you want to move on and which you probably should One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. good to see kiddo is still a
1: uh, term used in the
0: workplace what is that what's next like, yeah.
1: tiger sport
3: <laughs> Kiddo. <laughs> oh my
1: god yeah i Honestly. haven't I haven't used that one uh, in years i didn't think people use that still but i guess uh, there's always uh, there's always weirdos out there
0: that's right hey bill good <laughs> evening how are
4: you i'm doing amazing how are you guys
0: we're good, kiddo. What's uh, what's on your mind tonight?
4: <laughs> Two years old. if you're calling me kiddo, I love you even more. Ah. Love
0: it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, it's, um, it's funny. Uh, well, it's not funny. My son's girlfriend ironically called me uh, tonight because I own my own business, and she was pretty distraught on the phone, and she was upset because she surprised my son, and they went away on a vacation. And when she came back... Uh, Her job was gone. They said that it was uh, given up to somebody else. Um, I told her, they can't do that. That's wrong. I I go, and uh, she goes, "Uh, do you know anybody I can call? And I said, well, I listen to 640 all the time. And they got a great employment lawyer. Uh, By all means, give her a call. And then I turn on the radio right now, and here we are talking. It's fantastic.
1: You bet. Uh, Awesome, Bill.
4: I gave her, I told her, go to 640, uh, employment lawyer. And uh, follow up, I'm going to get all your information so I can pass it off to her tonight. But um, she told me her brother, who's also younger, see, their father passed away in the Army. He, uh, he They don't have a dad. Um, so she, she looks to me as a father figure. Um, her brother worked at the same location on Young Street, and um, they, they let him go as well. And she told me that... Um, when she would look deeper into why they were let go It was um, because they're Muslim And they're also uh, They said they're from the hood they're, they're saying something about They're from the hood okay. And they didn't want that image in their
1: store so oh, no. let, let me let me comment on that. Obviously, I mean that that is a terrible situation. I, I really hope that's not what happened because that makes me lose a bit of faith in humanity. So so, but let, let's break this down a bit. If they let her go for because of her ethnicity, for example, that's illegal. That's a human rights violation. Apart from severance, it's just something that they're not allowed to do. Now that issue aside. The fact that they let her go on vac- when she was on vacation, that in and of itself is not illegal. They're allowed to, to let her go, but they have to pay her severance. So if they decided to eliminate the position, if that is truly what they did... Uh, when she was on vacation, that may mean that they're not nice people or good people or, or good business people, but it's not in and of itself illegal. They would have to pay her severance, though, and something tells me that a company that behaves this way uh, didn't pay anywhere near what she's actually owed. So, number one, we need to, to figure out how much she's owed and make sure she gets everything she's owed. And number two, if she was let go because of her ethnicity, for example, now we're talking human rights violation. So, there's a lot to, to unpack, a lot to discuss. So, Bill, definitely have her reach out to me happy to talk to her and do everything possible to help her
4: yeah i told her uh, to get a hold of you guys right away because she was pretty distraught but uh um the, the thing was is that uh she called the hr department and she reached out to them. and they're a big sports company too and uh they haven't returned her call in two and a half weeks now so i told her you know enough is enough i told her do not correspond with them uh with text do not do anything in writing until you talk to you and uh, make sure that yeah. uh, everything is being done proper i said don't don't respond to them at all
1: thanks bill definitely time for her and i to connect so I, I appreciate uh you you encouraging you to do that and i look forward to speaking to her
4: yeah thank you so much for your time guys you're
0: amazing uh bill you're a nice guy and i uh, appreciate the uh, the kind words and uh, your are listening through the uh, through the uh, days and weeks on the show always learning something here got uh, john on the line hey john how are you good how
5: are you doing tonight?
0: We are excellent. What's uh, what's your concern, pal?
5: So uh, I own a contracting company, and I got a nice little contract doing some work. Uh, I've hired some subcontractors because uh, it's impossible to find employees uh, for a short period of time. Um, and they're messing up pretty bad. Uh, they're making mistakes left, right, and center. And it's uh, the guy that I have the contract with is, is looking to take money uh, off the table for me. Can I now go to them and say, I know that I promised you X amount per week, but because you're unable to do your job properly, you get nothing.
1: So, first of all, these subcontractors there, John, do they work just for you, and do they work full-time for you?
5: They do not. They own their own companies, uh, and they have Without my uh, like, without me okaying it, they have put even further subcontractors on there. So now we have a contractor who subcontracted me, who with his approval I subcontracted to more people, and now they are subcontracting even further people. So no, okay. they do not work full time for me.
1: So if they these people cost you money, for example, then then because they're not employees based on you, what you've described they're not considered employees uh because they've cost you money you're able to to deduct and you're able to potentially offset what they've cost you but if it's one of those situations where they didn't do a good job but you'd have to show that they didn't do the good job what they should have done and how much that cost you so it's not enough to say you know i'm not happy so i'm going to pay you less you'd have to have a to, to show a specific amount if you're going to pay them uh five thousand dollars um whatever five thousand dollars a month less than you, you you should be, you need to be able to show that you've incurred these $5,000 in damages, that there's a reason for it. But if you can show what you've lost, how much they cost you, because they're not employees, then yeah, you could potentially deduct that from them and and make sure that you you get reimbursed for your losses.
5: So one further question. I I figured as much. That's okay. Just when I was listening earlier and there was the issue where you cannot deduct from an employee. It right. got me wondering, but I'm glad that you straightened that out. Thank you very much. Um, no problem. One of uh, I deal with a specific trade, and one of the stipulations to the contract that I had when I subcontracted them is that I would be provided two journey persons. Um, I'm only being provided one because the other one is masquerading himself as a journey person, but when I go online to take a look, he is not a journey person. Is there a way for me to now? You know, like, I I can't stop this job. I got to keep it moving. I don't want to tell my contractor that uh, this is going on. However, is there a way for me to now come around and say, I'm not going to pay you because you lied to me and you broke your contract?
1: No. If, if the work was done, then you have to pay for the work. It, it, it's one thing to say, because you lied, I'm going to end the relationship and I'm not going to pay you any more going forward. But you can avoid paying someone for work they've done. Th- that is never going to be possible, unfortunately. Uh, but again, to the extent that you've lost something, you can certainly pursue that from them.
0: John, appreciate uh, the call. We're going to move on. You want to carry on? One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred is the way uh, to do so. Plenty of time for you and your phone calls. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on your cell. Just to hang on, we will we'll get to you, Norm. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging in there. Good evening. Hi guys. Hi, what's uh, what's going on with you?
3: Two quick questions, if I could. I'm an over the road truck driver. Our company was purchased by a major company two years ago. Next month. Uh, last week, I signed my real yearly review. It said date of employment, December 1st, 2017, For in actual fact, I worked three years for the company that they purchased. Should that be written on that form or does it matter?
1: Well, the reality is that th- whether they want to or not, whether they like it or not, they inherited your service. So it doesn't matter to me what the form says, frankly, because they inherited your service. And really what where that comes into play is if they ever let you go, the severance that you're going to be owed is going to be based on your total years of service. So yeah, you, you can talk to them and see if they'll change it. But if they don't, that doesn't impact the the legal uh, meaning of when you've actually started working. So I wouldn't stress out over it, but you should no. know, of course, that they, they did inherit your service when the company bought... the business with it they they inherited your your three years that you had with the previous company somewhere they should know
3: Uh, okay the other question is um, as you know our hours of service we can uh, drive and work up to 70 hours a week Mm -hmm. our employer came to us recently say about a year ago and said okay after 60 hours on the job we're going to pay you overtime now recently I read an article where a major food uh the grocery chains drivers were awarded overtime after I believe it was 44 hours on the job is that which is the reality So do you drive across provincial lines uh, Rarely but mostly across into the
1: states and back okay then then no in in your particular situation given that you're you're federally regulated no they would not be overtime for you over 44 hours a week They're, they're correct with
3: the 60 hours i see okay i just thought i'd clear that up that's great then
0: appreciate your time norm thanks for the call uh moving on here to uh to kevin hi kevin thanks for hanging in how are you
6: yeah good how are you
0: good brother what's uh what's on your mind
6: so I guess it's I'm um, calling on behalf of a friend. So they've worked at a, a fairly large retail establishment for a few years. Never had any issues, no complaints, no write-ups, no nothing. A new policy came in where they had to manually enter in a SKU to charge the customer a tax. Uh, on the first day it was implemented, the my friend they they basically they forgot to enter it in and totaled up to thirty dollars. And the uh, the employer, the the business, they wanted to deduct that thirty dollars off of the employee's paycheck. Um, without any warning or whatnot. Uh, and then obviously they said that no, you can't do that. That's, that's like, that's against the law. So the company basically suspended that person for a week. Uh, at the end of the week, they came back and had a uh, sit down with the, uh, with the management and, uh, basically sa- management basically said that, uh, you have to sign this, uh, termination contract. Um, and you're basically fired. Uh, they refused to sign the termination contract. They left. And then about a week later, they got a notice in the mail, uh, a check for for like $2, 2500 bucks,
1: and right. uh, saying that you're fired. So, and how long has your friend, or had your friend, worked there for? Um,
6: over two years, so almost two and a half
1: years. So, so here's the thing. Uh, he made a mistake. I get that. Th- that's not cause for termination. And you're, he was obviously completely right not to let them deduct because, as I said at the beginning of the show, they're not allowed to deduct from his check. So he was let go. That in and of itself is not the problem. The problem is what he's actually owed. Now, if he's done two years in retail, approximately how old is your friend?
6: Uh, 24.
1: So he'd probably be looking at about three months' pay. Okay, they so, want
6: to terminate for cause too. Does that?
1: I know. I'm sure they did, but it's of course it's not cause. One mistake, minor mistake, wouldn't be causing a, in, in a million years. Never, not even close. It's it's not even something worth considering. So yeah, he probably is owed two to three months' pay. I expect that's more than two thousand dollars. So he has been wrongfully dismissed in the sense that he's owed more than what they've paid him. So the good news is that's not difficult to resolve. So, so Kevin, you know, you've taken the step to call the show. The next step I want you to take is I want you to get your friend to give me a call or send me an email, connect him with me, and I'll help him get what he's owed. He's, he is obviously not uh, someone that should walk away from his entitlements, so I'll help him uh, get what he's owed.
0: Kevin, appreciate the phone call. Thanks for your time. And yeah, please uh, relay this number to your pal for sure. one 855 Email us help at employmentlawyer.ca. Pretty simple. Kristen, thank you for hanging on. Good evening.
2: Oh, hi. I was just wondering um, what your thoughts were on performance improvement plans.
1: So a performance improvement plan if if it's fair and if it's legitimate is a, is an appropriate tool for an employer to use if if the employee has uh some issues meeting certain targets or, 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 you know, keeping up with what the company wants them to do. A performance improvement plan is a legitimate way uh, for the employer to try to get the employee to where they want them to be, to outline, here's your goals, here's what we need you to to do, and here's how we're going to help you do it. So that's fine. The problem mm-hmm. is, and I've seen this happen many, many times, is that the performance improvement plan is unfair. It, it's it's making uh, or, uh, accusations that are not based in fact. It's demanding things that are not reasonable. And what I say in those situations, if you're put on a performance improvement plan that you don't agree with, you have to say so. You have to say why you don't agree. Because if you don't, you're going to be considered to have accepted that you did something wrong. And later that may allow the company to let you go for cause. So if it's legitimate, no problem. If it's not legitimate, the employee should say so in writing and, and explain why not. And make sure that there's a record of him doing that. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Kristen. Appreciate
0: the call. And uh, we're going to move on here. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. You still Still have some time to call in, ask your questions as well. Miriam, good evening.
7: Hi, good evening. How are you?
0: Sure, we're good. good. How are you?
7: I'm not too bad. Um, I just wanted to address uh, my case. I uh, worked at a retail store for two and a half years. And, um, uh, when it came to traveling, uh, I was going on vacation for three weeks, uh, for family matters. And, uh, my hiring manager told me that it's okay when I get back. Um, she's going to set me on to like my regular schedule, my regular routine. When I did come back to my vacation, she, uh, said that, oh, there's no, there's no availability. She gave my spot to another, uh, part-timer who got hired and she said that there's no availability and she's going to let me know when they're going to hire. And then I told her, I said, Hey, like you told me that when I got, come back from my vacation, um, that I have obviously a guaranteed spot working there. And she said, Oh yeah, well, unfortunately we've hired too many people and, um, I can't, oh, I'm going to let you know when there's another hire. So I was very confused and I didn't have a job for about two months, and people at work that because I've worked there for two and a half years, I know a lot of people there. They were telling me, "Oh yeah, the manager was talking, being unprofessional, talking bad about you, saying she doesn't like you and she doesn't want you coming back. That's the reason why." But she's not telling you that. And every time, every two weeks, I would give her a call, updating, saying, "Hey, like, is there any? Are you guys going to be hiring anybody?" She's like, "Oh, I'm going to let you know."
1: Did, um, did you end up going back, Miriam? No,
7: I did not end up going back. Unfortunately,
1: yeah. I believe your your dad just called us a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. So, so,
7: no. So, my boyfriend's brother just called. Bill.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Your 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 exactly. Your boyfriend's dad. Uh, so uh, here's the thing. It, it as, as I was telling him, the fact that they let you go in and of itself is, is is not fair, but it's not illegal. Even though they told you you'll have a job, generally an employer can let you go. For, for for at any time as long as they pay severance. So this is really a matter of severance. You said you were there for 2 years, you're unemployed for about 2 months. They owe you about 2 months pay. Did they give you 2 months pay?
7: No, they did not.
1: Did they give you any pay?
7: Uh no, they did not. And uh they they also um Got rid, not got rid, but they were talking, all the managers, they're really unprofessional there. They were talking, saying to my brother, like making fun of my brother, saying, oh, he's from the hood. Um, They're like, they were just saying like really rude things. And they said, hey, we're going to fire him like next week. And people were telling me, hey, you should tell your brother to resign um, because if he doesn't resign, he's going to get fired. And he had so much pressure on him that he resigned. He sent a letter. He's like, hey, I'm resigning. And okay, well,
1: then, then, as I was telling, uh, you know, uh, the gentleman that called before, as, as I was saying, both of you, uh, then you and, and, and your brother should give me a call off air. Let's discuss this. You're clearly owed compensation. Potentially there's a human rights issue here as well. So we need to to, to connect off air, you know, sooner rather than later. Uh, okay, happy see. to talk to you and then help you in any way possible.
7: Yeah, thank you so much. And I also had a, a question. Um, I broke my uh, ankle. Because I ran a 10k for their company, um, for, in, for like cancer, and I broke my foot during the marathon, and sorry, during during the 10k run, and when I came to work, I had a walking cast, um, and they were saying I was telling them, hey, like I have to do like a certain, uh, I have to rest, whatever, and they said, uh, no, unfortunately, like you'll be okay. You have a walking cast. You can walk on the floor. It's okay. Um, and they were, like, all making fun of me when I had an injury and I shouldn't have been at work.
1: So, yeah, definitely let's let's have a chat off air. And, and you know, that could, that could also be potentially a human rights issue. You can't be picked on because of your injury. So I'm looking forward to speaking to you off air, Miriam.
0: Miriam, here is uh, 1-855-821-5900. That is the number to call and reach out as soon as you can, uh, as soon as you can, basically. Yeah, Chuck, we're going to get uh, you in here in a couple minutes. How are you?
8: Great. How are you?
0: Good. What's, uh, what's your concern? Uh,
8: I have a friend who was on a one-year contract with an engineering firm. Um, her contract passed. Uh, they had verbal, I guess, conversations about extending her to December. Um, so in June, while at work at the engineering firm on a conference call, unfortunately, she suffered a stroke um, and has been off work since. And I guess the offer has not come to fruition, they pulled it off the table, um, because she went past her contract date, um, would she still be considered an employee and entitled to some severance?
1: Yeah, absolutely. She Once that one-year contract ended, she became a regular, indefinite employee. Okay? So that means that if she then gets injured... Uh, number one, they're not allowed to let her go because of the, of the injury. That's a human rights violation. But even that aside, yeah, of course she'd be owed severance. She's now a year and a half or whatever it is employee, and she, she's going to be owed uh, severance on that basis, Not no, no question. So definitely want to connect uh, with uh, with this person uh, because of the fact that I, I want to find out more about how she found out that she's not going to be coming back today write to her? Did they call her? Uh, Is it possible that they haven't eliminated her her position? Then, And when she's able to come back to work, she has a job. So we need to figure that out, right? But uh, if in fact they did decide not to employ her anymore, human rights and definitely severance because of the fact that that original contract had expired and she had continued working.
8: Yeah. And since she stroked at work, is that considered WSIB or is a stroke not really considering a workplace injury?
1: It's not a workplace injury. I mean, I presume unless it was caused by something that happened at work, but no, a a stroke would not be that situation. But she should look into whether or not she had disability coverage uh, through work, a long-term or short-term disability. She could apply for that. But no, it would not be a WSIB matter. Chuck, appreciate the call, and
0: that's the way we're going to wrap it up. Didn't get any emails, and that's okay. We love your phone calls and appreciate your participation every time we do this show. We'll be back in the weekend, and, of course, an employment law show on TV happens on Global TV and CTV as well. On the weekend. you want to reach out now that we are done for today, One eight five five eight. 2 the phone number, help at employmentlawyer.ca, and make sure to check it out, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca as well. Lots of information to be had there as well. Till next time, the Employment Law Show. We're uh, coming right back. Don't go anywhere. On Point with Alex Pearson is up next on Global News Radio.